This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the top roast podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Hey everyone, my name is referee Tony S and this is Heat, the wrestling podcast. Like you first and foremost, I'm a wrestling fan and for nearly two decades I've maintained law and order inside the squared circle in New England and throughout the country, working with some of the best and brightest from wrestling's past, present, and future. Now, I bring my authoritative tell-it-like-it-is style to the podcast world. Join me each week as we go through all the major headlines from the global companies, independents, and in-between. 
and most importantly, the women will receive the coverage and headlines they truly deserve as they'll empower the second half of the show. Plus, I'll introduce you to my friends and colleagues within all forms of wrestling and entertainment, answer your questions, anything goes, no holds, well, questions barred, and throw in some fun surprises along the way. Get ready for the spark that fuels the flame. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of the Front Row Material Brand. My name is Mike Freeland, and I'm soon to be joined by my tag team partner, Christopher Butt. As always, we are brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. Make sure you check out all of our podcasts that are streaming over on MLWRadio.com, or you can go to Stitcher, FM Player, Apple iTunes, and any other places in between. You can get all of our podcasts. Remember to go ahead and follow us on social media as well. We'll be giving away our Twitter handles uh, at the end of the show, but we'd love to engage and interact with you and your questions. I am going to share with you an interaction tonight that I got actually just a few hours ago, which uh, I may or may not be able to tell Miss Megan about. So we'll, we'll go into that as well. But with that being said, let me go ahead and let me bring in the man. He is a brother from another mother from another country, but he's near and dear to my heart. With that being said, his name is Christopher Butt. Butster, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you, brother? I'm I'm good. I'm really good. Um, before we actually started here, Butt and I were talking about just a couple different holiday get-togethers and whatnot. I had a uh, I had a holiday party uh, today at my the high school I teach at, and wow. It's interesting, like, when you are in certain environments, and, and you know this working in corporate America, like, people are, they're one way during the day, but then when they get to let their hair down, you get to really just get to know somebody, and I laughed so hard at these people that are normally just very, good morning, how are you, I teach American history, or I teach economics, or I whatever, hilarious stories, and... I was kind of like not really sure if I was going to go to the Christmas party. And my wife told me, she said, no, you need to go. You need to, you know, get to know people and whatnot. And had a really good time. Really good time. I heard some hilarious stories and my goodness, what a fun, fun time. I got an unbelievable uh, gift card as well. So I got a gift. I got great food. I got some laughs. I got to meet some new teachers. So you know what? I got no complaints. It's really good. Um, so yeah, so things are good. But you, you, as we were talking before, you have a lot of uh, holiday shindigs, my friend. That you have coming up. You got a, you're a very sociable individual, my friend. You got a lot of little get-togethers, don't you? Yeah, I try. You know, I mean, life's busy. I mean, all my friends were busy. We all have full-time jobs, and they all have families. Uh, three of them are actually three of my best friends. They're self-employed. Wow. So, you know, time can be limited or whatnot, and. Now, we didn't do much hunting together this year, which was usually all fall. We're together as much as we can. So, yeah, we're just going to try to get together. Uh, Thursday, we have a, a birthday dinner for two of my buddies. We'll all go to Montana's. Uh, you guys have Montana's, you know? Montana's restaurant, you know what that is? Oh, I'm glad you clarified that as a restaurant. Yes, we have yes, a Montana. I... It's far, far west and I north, know. but no. We, we had a Ponderosa. Do you remember? Do you, did you remember? I do, yeah, it's um, what else? Texas Roadhouse. Don't you guys have that? We have Texas Roadhouse. We do. So Montana is similar to that. Okay. Yeah, you know, just a nice place to go. You know, have a couple beers and whatnot and a nice meal. You know, great big steak or something like that. It's a good time. 
So yeah, we'll do that Thursday night, uh, 23rd or Tibbs Eve. Also known <laughs> as, and, and where I'm from in Newfoundland, we call it Tibbs Eve, T-I-B-B-S, E-V-E. Uh, we we're going to get together with some friends. Uh, they live a little north of here out in the country. We'll see if Mother Nature permits that or not. And yeah, then there's Christmas Eve. Uh, just Linda and myself will spend the day together. We're both off. And I'll probably wrap Christmas gifts. Let's not kid ourselves. That's what I'll be doing. And if once again, if weather permits, we're going to go see a movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, we like to go on the 24th. We'll go see a movie or something, whether it be an evening show or a night show. That's it. Get up 25th, have our day. And then we drive to Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah, two, a little over two hours. Go to our sister's place for tonight. Dinner, gift exchange. And then work our way back on the 26th. Uh, stop in a, a woodworking store I like to go to. Check out their Boxing Day sales. God only knows what I'll end up coming home with. Probably won't be that bad because Linda's going to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're taking her SUV as opposed to my truck, so it can't be too much. I was going to say, that's probably planned, so very minimal amounts of things can be purchased. So, Yeah. She says it's because it's easier on gas. I don't think that's the case. I don't think uh, she cares. Listen, it, women always have two and three plans ahead of what yeah. you think the plan is so yeah and yeah and that's it then uh actually new year's eve we're going back to ottawa and we're going to see a play really yeah nice i'm, I mean, I'm you cultured have, you see michael you are called you have a lot of things well thought out well organized well planned you i'm learning so much about you and i i will be honest i am impressed Thank i really you. am impressed and that beard speaking of being impressed that beard's looking uh, looking real good. It's probably full of sawdust right now. I was in my shop before we came on, so... Well, it looks good. It's, it's very you. thick, very full, very luscious. Thank you. Not got a little more angry. gray in it than it used to have. No. I can't tell. I can't see anything. So I have a black hoodie on. <laughs> I, I also dye my beard, so... You should stop that. That's I can't. No, I can't. Because here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. If I don't, I get this, this, this thing, this, this hook, whatever you want to call—no pun intended—hook um, on the side, and it's just. And funny enough, since I'm a Bob Ross fan, Bob actually has, if you look at that, a little gray spot right there. So I don't know if that's maybe you know some sign that I'm somehow connected to Bob. I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe my medicine hasn't kicked in yet. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, a lot of things I want to talk about here on the show. We're going to be talking about Mandy Rose, what happened to her, and how much money has she made since her release from WWE. We'll be getting into that one. Jonah as well is now back in the WWE. We'll be talking about him being teamed up with the Miz. He's gone back to his original name, Bronson Reed. We'll determine if we think that's such a great idea or not. Sasha Banks. There is so much going on with Sasha. What's going to be happening with her in New Japan? Specifically, what's happening with Stardom? And a whole lot of things in between. But I did want to get to this really quickly before the show starts. So I had a young lady, which, once again, I don't know if it's a young lady or not. You can get DMs from a ton of people. So I got this message. This direct message from this person. How many times you've been divorced, Freeland? Oh, 
Oh, Jesus. I'm probably going to be more than you know. Um, where is it at? Let's see. So this is the way, this is literally the way the DM goes because whenever I get a DM from somebody, it's usually about the show. Hey, I like the show. I've been listening to the show. Okay. So her name is, I guess it's pronounced, and I'm not saying if I'm saying this is right, Aaliyah Love. Okay. I don't know. Could be a scam. Could be some bullshit. I have no idea. Anyway, this is what she says to me. She says, and I quote, come on, open it up. She goes, hello, handsome. <clears throat> and I, I literally respond back and I go, that's very thoughtful. Do you listen to the show? And then I've gotten nothing. So either this person is a listener or they're not. Or they're a bot? I have no idea. Could the, could this be a bot, do you think? Could be. Could be. Has she asked for your credit card number yet? No. And it, wouldn't, it wouldn't help because I'm already over the limit. So it's like, like, if I got robbed, God forbid, I would literally be very blatantly honest with the person. I'd be like, hey, listen, the card's over its limit. So just know that if you go to make a purchase. Second of all, the debit card is overdrawn. So I've already got like $50 in fees. So at the end of the day, I really don't have a whole lot to give you. So he'll probably okay. feel bad for you and give you a couple bucks out of his pocket. He probably would. He would probably say, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." And I would say, "Here's twenty bucks, you. man. I feel bad for you." Yes, thank you, robber. I appreciate that. Robbers have hearts as well. I don't know. Do you ever get random DMs from people? Yes. It's weird, isn't it? The, like, the ones I get, I'll get a random one from my business Facebook page every once in a while. Oh. And no, I know me and you have spoke about one. We won't, I won't speak about it. I'm here. Correct. We're working project. They want to make like that. I make right. toys. Don't bother me. Not yes. my cup of tea. But I'll, I'll get some random ones on that. Would you like to start marketing with us? No. Don't contact me no more. Yeah. Leave, Leave me, me alone. alone. I don't need your help. And I don't say that high and mighty. This is a part-time gig I can barely keep up with now. I don't want right. no help. Right? If you want to help me? Perfect. This is my address. Bring your work clothes. I'm going to put you to work. Don't <laughs> send me a direct message. And my insurance will not cover you if you cut yourself on a table saw. So, best of luck. Because it can happen. Yep. Either it has happened. It has happened. You're right. Right here. <laughs> Since we're talking about that, where can people find you uh, when you're making toys and whatnot? Uh, how can people get a hold of you, even if they have a custom request? How do they reach uh, out to you? Facebook, uh, CB79 Wooden Toy Maker. I actually just did a pretty cool cheese board. I had somebody pick it up today. It's made out of sapple. It's actually an African hardwood. I've never worked with it. Yeah, I've never worked with it before. It was wow. pretty cool. Almost got like a bit of a glitter to it. It was pretty damn cool. I really enjoyed working with that. Right. Um, I just finished up, well, like we were talking about before, I just finished up a 110 magic wands before we came on the air. Uh, Linda's probably packaging all of them up to bring into the kiddos tomorrow at school. And as of right now, my slate is empty. I have no orders waiting to be fulfilled. I have nothing going on. My next couple of projects are going to be projects for me. Well, I think you yeah. deserve that, though. You deserve some me time after all this. And 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 listen, 
you said your your slate is empty. You mean your sleigh is empty? The sleigh is empty. It is empty. That's true. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, I mean, I wish I had a hobby that I could express myself from a creative standpoint. Like, I don't, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty cool. When did you when did you figure out that you were really interested in woodworking and making things? And then how did that transition to, you know what? I would like to turn this into a business. How did that all kind of come about? I've always been handy. I mean, I did construction before working in an office and stuff. So I've always been a hands-on kind of guy. Uh, my mother was very crafty. Uh, not woodworking, but, you know, knit, crochet, quilts, and all that good stuff. And Lindo's actually uh, going to order her and her, her teaching partner. We're going to order some stuff from a Scholastic book one time. Oh, okay. And, well, I don't know. I'm sure you've used or looked at the Scholastic books before. And, and that and stuff is a little, it's a little dear. So they were talking about it, and I was looking at it. I said, well, give me a minute. So I went down to my wood shop. Well, my wood shop at that point was nothing because it's now. Uh, had the dimensions. The dimensions were right in the advertisement. So I made it. It was a bit rough, but I made it. It came up. This is what you guys are looking for. Said, yeah, that's pretty much what we're looking for. I said, yeah, that cost me four, maybe six bucks in lumber and a half hour. And I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. I just kind of figured it out on the fly. And on the Scholastic book i think it was just about 60 dollars, 58 dollars or something and me being a smart ass I'm like i'll make them for 30 no just joking and they both right. looked at me and said okay damn should never said it and that kind of got the ball rolling and then uh one of the big popular things is a stacker rainbows are called just a okay. bare wood well not bare wood plain wood beeswax mineral oil finish Mm -hmm. Use different hard voids, and the kids just use it for whatever to make tunnels out of it. They make ramps out of it. They, they're kids. They're they're creative, not like us. They they see this, and there's ten thousand things they can think of. You or I see it, it's wooden rainbow. It's true. Children are creative, much more it's than us true. adults. Yes, I made some of them, and then somebody asked me if I could make cars, and then somebody asked me if I could make pickups. And then there was buses and boats and trains and this and that. And rockets and ducks and whales and tractor trailers. and It just kept uh, growing. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll make that. Sure, I like making stuff. And that was it. It was last Christmas. We did the stack of rainbows. One for every kid in kindergarten at Linda's school. And then this year is the magic wands, the DIY magic wand. So they can, we provide the paint, the sparkles, the ribbons. They can dress them up however they want. So she's going to be taking them, and then tomorrow they're going to be decorating them. Yep, every oh. single child. <laughs> I, I, your, your, your wife probably <laughs> understands this, but uh, children and the G, the G word. Uh, we in education, we realize the G word is a very frightening thing, and that's glitter. Because no matter how well you think you've avoided it getting on your clothing, uh, it yeah. follows you. It will follow you like when you're in college in herpes. I mean, literally, it continues to come back. Like, I found glitter in my car, and I hadn't worked in, in, in preschool slash kindergarten for 
years. And I'm like, where did this glitter come from? So she probably knows all about the glitter. Oh my God. Well, uh, her teaching partner at the market that did a couple weeks ago, she came by with her daughters and they bought two of these DIY magic wands. Nice. And she knew exactly what was in it. And as they were driving home, and they, they live out in the country as well, road's a little bit rough and the kids had to sparkles out and they have a very nice SUV. Yeah. What? Yep, there are sparkles everywhere. So I think it's hilarious. In their car until her wedding day, I guarantee. Yeah. So. Wow. But you're doing a lot of good, though. And, and, and we talked about this earlier. You're doing a lot of good. You're making a lot of kids smile. You're making a lot of people's Christmases happy. And I think that's kind of what the whole goal is you know when you when you do this you know type of businesses yeah you want to be profitable but you also want to know that what you create you know has an impact on somebody and it definitely does it definitely does so kudos to you my friend if you weren't doing let's take hunting away let's take woodworking away what is your next go-to thing i've done a little bit of painting nice um I don't know. I'd be, I don't know. My big project before that was when we renovated the house. That right. took up a, a year of my life. <laughs> um, that's it, man. I'm a very simple man. <laughs> it's funny, Linda got me a PS5 for Christmas. Oh, wow. I had, last year, I haven't turned it on in eight or nine months. Oh, so a PS5, that's a PlayStation, correct? Yep. So what games would you play on PlayStation? Uh, hockey, of course. Nice. And uh, Red Dead Redemption. It's a cowboy game. Okay. Fantastic. Red Dead Redemption. I'll have to check that out. I have put obnoxious amount of hours into that game. So is it like a single shooter type of game? or? Yeah, free world. You can roam all over the place, do missions, riding on a horseback. Nice. It's fantastic. You can hunt in it. You can fish in it. You can... You no, know, you can be a good guy. You can be a bad guy. You can. It's fantastic. So it was very mind-numbing. Just sit there and veg out and play for a bit. Not that I do anymore, but. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's fun. So, do you have any wrestling games on that one, or? I do, but I'm not very good at them. I'm actually terrible at them. I I would love to play online with someone who does gaming. I myself don't know it very well. But I would love to. to I, I've tried it, and I get dummied. I'm just like even on the hockey, I'm pretty good at it. Right. I, I played online, and I lost like thirty-two to one or something. Just got murdered. My, oh, what happened? Okay, this guy I'm playing against obviously lives in his mother's basement and does nothing but play video games. <laughs> You have to. There's no way you're that good. Or there's no way I'm that bad. To where I just got slaughtered. So I, now I never played again. Screw this. Not when you lose that bad. My God. My. Nice. That's just me. Well, maybe we'll have to game online sometime. Maybe there'll be a game that we can play against each other. That'll okay. be fun. That we can kind of... You know, it doesn't have to be crazy. Like, you know, we'll, we'll play it, and then maybe you can start getting me into gaming because I do not do video games. I don't. I don't do much. Like I said, I'm, I have a PS5. I don't even turn it on. So, what, is that the most recent machine that's out? 
Yep. When Linda got it, you couldn't even buy them nowhere. Jesus. And uh, she went to Shoppers Drug Mart, pharmacy here. They sell like electronics and whatnot. And she went there for coffee cream. Okay. Ironically, and they had two PS5s behind the counter they hadn't even put up. And with shoppers, you get these things called optimum points. Okay. She had like, I don't know, $500 in optimum points saved up. So she got the PlayStation, and it cost, well, 50 or 60 bucks out of pocket. Fantastic. Yeah. So what do those things normally run? About 500? Like five or 600 bucks. Wow. They're not cheap. I don't know what to go for now. Do they come with anything? Like, do they come with a game at least? Yeah, they you... came with a game and the manette and cords and stuff. The manette? What the hell's that? <laughs> That's a French term. Uh, controller. A controller. Okay. Do you speak French? No. Linda's from Quebec. Oh. And so I've, she speaks I've French? picked up, yeah. And I've picked up some French words. Nice. And yeah, manette is your remote or your controller. Well, I've picked up some French things too, like a baguette or a French toast or French fries. Wee eh, wee. Oui, oui. Thought there were freedom fries in the states. Nah, I don't know. We're not. We're not really on real good terms with France right now, so maybe we will call them freedom fries. Anyway, um, so where in the hell were we? Uh, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. So let's let, let's first start off and talk about Mandy Rose. So to kind of catch you guys all up on what's happening with Mandy Rose. So Mandy Rose is somebody who is rising in the ranks in the WWE. She was on the main roster. Then they moved her back down to NXT to get to what they call some seasoning. And then they were going to bring her back up to the main roster. So their the plan the whole time was to have her eventually lose the title to then obviously give her a reason to be removed from NXT TV to put her on the main roster. However, there's some things that came about. So let's kind of go back in the Wayback Machine. So when Vince was still in power, Vince really had the reins tight on what his staff could do as far as extracurriculars outside of wrestling. So like you're probably familiar with when people would do stuff on Twitch or they would stream games or the New Day would do stuff and all that kind of stuff. Well, they really Vince really clamped down on that stuff and he started putting stuff into contracts that said you weren't really allowed to do X, Y, and Z. Well, he then started to become a little bit more lenient when people decided that they weren't going to resign with the company if they couldn't do other ventures. Well, that kind of brings us to this situation. Vince is gone, and they decide to really be a little bit more flexible. So Mandy Rose started her own pay subscription website. So you would go ahead and put your old credit card in there, and you'd subscribe to this on a monthly basis. And the WWE was well aware that she was doing this. Anyway, from what I've read, and, and I'll confirm this, what you've heard, she, um, much like an OnlyFans, where they will post uh, pictures, you know, girls in bikinis, maybe not even in bikinis, but covering themselves up, something, you know, a little uh, risque, if you will. Well, from what I understand, Matt Bloom, who is a trainer down in NXT with Shawn Michaels. Albert. Yes, Albert, Prince Albert, exactly. He saw or realized that there was a little bit more that was happening on Mandy Rose's website. So evidently she, um, from what I understand, was swimming in a pool at one point in time. Um, and then, unfortunately, a video got leaked from the website. And it wasn't um, appropriate, 
I guess you could say. But once again, I don't know all the finite details. Well, WWE heard about it. Um, Matt Bloom went ahead and talked to Shawn Michaels. Shawn ran it up the flag post, talked to Triple H, and basically decided that this was not in the best interest of WWE. And it was, I guess, in violation of something within her contract. And they terminated her right there that night and was like, after your match, you're done. So a lot of people are like, man, that seems to be pretty, like, medieval. You know what I mean? Like, take her right to the guillotine. And it was just like, you're done. I want to first ask you this question. If WWE was aware that she had this website, and let's say nothing leaked online, because that's allegedly where Matt Bloom saw what had happened and something had leaked online. Do you think it's a little weird that they're aware of these things that are going on, but they never really shut it down in the beginning, but yet once something got leaked, then it somehow became this big brouhaha and it became a big issue. Do you feel like it's they really weren't very consistent, or do you think... Uh, we let it happen, but the minute the uh, the cow ran out of the barn, we had to shut it down for good. And then, unfortunately, we had to shut her down, too. Well, from what I read, um, her pictures were very risque. I mean, she's a pretty woman. That's not Carousel. She's a very pretty woman. And she's trying to make her money. Yes. Have at her, dear. Make your right. cash. Bring it all. Rake it all. And make it all. And from the research purposes that I did... None of her pictures were distasteful. Right. She wasn't doing porn. Nothing more. No, <laughs> Glad we not, clarified that immediately. You know, but it's not like she was doing anything scandalous. Or anyone. Trashy, nothing like that. Yeah. It was, you know. I mean, I, no, now that I think about it, I gotta cancel a subscription too. But nonetheless, <laughs> no, but there was nothing bad and from the leak video, I didn't see the leak video, but from what I heard, it wasn't anything bad. It was just a booby. Oh, just from, just just a, a single uh, boob slippage. Yeah, from what I I didn't see it. Oh, my wife just looked at me really dirty. Yes, I'm <laughs> online talking about boobs, Linda. I'm sorry. So anyway, but it wasn't nothing terrible. Right. So, but I mean, they've had. Um, talent to Playboy before. So well, see, that's why the other thing. is it they yes. have an issue with this? I know, but it was okay when China and Sable and and um, everyone uh, else in between and have a problem. Maria, they all did Playboy. That wasn't an issue, right? Is it because she wasn't WWE superstar Mandy Rose and WWE wasn't getting the wasn't getting the rub or whatever it would be? I don't know, but I don't think what she did was bad. There wasn't anything. What's that? <laughs> this is oh, great. Dear. This is the real deal right here, <laughs> folks. Is. But it, it wasn't like she did anything bad. I, I don't think right. it was. It was from the pictures, because you can Google them. And the pictures are very tasteful. It's not. It's nothing bad. She's a very nice young lady. <laughs> she is very nice looking young lady. But, but how many times have been, there been leaks of other talent? Right? And you don't hear them getting fired? No. Um, The Miz's wife, Maurice, she did a Playboy. I think she did a Playboy a couple times. Yes. And that Nobody cares about that, so I don't... 
I don't see what the big deal is. I think it's blown out of proportion. You know, but then again, we don't know what's in her contract. So and maybe in true. her contract it says you can't, no, no nudity unless whatever, unless they approve it. But if no but if, slippage unless it's okay. Yeah. Holy sweet baby James. Yeah. I, I'm just looking at her in general. In my God, wow. But there was nothing. I don't think there was anything terrible about what she did with her, whatever it was called. I don't think there was anything bad with it. It wasn't. There have been much worse. Well, I much, agree. much worse. I agree. Right. The bulk of it is is bathing suits and whatnot. So leave her alone. She didn't do nothing bad. Right. And what they're saying that that caused her to get fired was a leaked video. So it wasn't something that she put out. It's something that got bootlegged, for lack of better words. Well, you're really gonna hold that against her? I, don't I agree. I don't. I think they made the wrong decision. I think there's a mountain out of the molehill. No, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I think in a lot of ways, if you knew she had the paid website, why wouldn't you be monitoring that in the beginning? And the second thing I find to be a little bit disingenuous is the simple fact that, come on now, this is not something new to the company. No. It's not. And I also have a lot of issue with the fact that it was just very cut and dry. It wasn't like, hey, I tell you what, we're going to suspend you or we're going to let this blow over and you can come back, whatever. But it was just very just boom, very instant. You know what I mean? It was just and the thing that I have a problem with, you named all the things that WWE has done before when it comes to women. And, and they also are very provocative on TV, too. So you can't... Nikita Lyons, are you telling me that that's not super provocative? Like, what she does? Come on. Let's be real here. But I feel like you could have suspended her. You could have uh, renegotiated her contract. Or you could have said, hey, look, we can't have this, right? So c can we come to some middle ground here? But just to straight up fire somebody, I feel like was a rush to judgment and i feel like it was a mistake and i feel like she is going to use this and it's just going to draw more eyes to her won't you agree mm -hmm. oh mandy rose don't see what she's done now everyone's going to want to go see it now so yeah. i read an article apparently she made half a million yes since, since they terminated her yes and what do you think her contract was in wwe she wasn't gonna make half a million this year absolutely not not a chance in mm -hmm. this world was she gonna make that much money so i i don't have an issue with what she's doing i i think it's as far as i'm concerned it's a-okay she did nothing wrong you know leave her alone what is she doing so terrible it was a leaked video picture whatever like she put it out there you know Leave her be. So, with that being said, I'm going to send you a link right here. And I want you... This is stuff that has leaked from WWE. This is leaked from WWE. <laughs> you may want to wait till after the commercial break before... we. You're but this is say hello? Hello to, to Freeland? I'm telling... It's just... Oh, you're yeah, hey. done or... <laughs> I'm a professional. 
you are a professional. She needs to understand that you are a broadcaster. My goodness. Yes. Um, I'm a professional broadcaster. No that's right. my opinion about Mandy Rose's boobies to the world. And yeah, there you tell her, but... Interrupting it. That's, that's right, right. I'm going to tell her. Because she won't murder me while we're on the air. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> After, I might be a dead man, but I can oh. get away with this for now. So, okay, so how would we compare, how would we compare the way the Mandy Rose situation was handled by, you know, the Matt Riddle situation, right? Matt Riddle failed yet another drug test. And folks, it's not for marijuana because WWE no longer tests for marijuana because it is legalized in so many states. So he, and I don't know what the substance was, it failed yet another drug test. So two, and he's not fired. Now, in my opinion, I feel like in some ways that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I thought the last time I read is if you failed a second drug test in WWE with a certain amount of time that you were terminated. However, that doesn't seem to be happening with Matt Riddle. Am I correct on that? I don't think you are, Freeland. I thought it was three strikes. Is it? Th I thought they actually got stronger, but let me see here. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be. Now, my question is, what did he test positive for? That's a good question. I mean, did he test positive for uh, like ADD medication? To neck? No, now, see, that shouldn't be. Now, did I... he test positive for blow? Well, it's not good. You know, is he testing positive for meth? Eh, that's not good either. It's not. Did he test positive for because he, he's on the gas? Uh, well, that care. hurts him more than it hurts really anybody else. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think that would be the end of the world. Let's be honest. How many professional wrestlers are on the gas? Tons. Right, professional athletes in general. Yeah, they had a lot to gain. I'd do it. So I already have a lot of gas, but it also goes with my IBS. So, okay. So this is what I'm reading right now. It says the non-medical use and associated abuse of prescription medications and or performance-enhancing drugs, as well as use or possession and or distribution of illegal drugs by WWE talent are unacceptable, thank you for stating that, and prohibited by this policy, as is the use of masking agents to uh, agents also to diuretics to take or conceal or obscure the use of prohibited drugs. I'm trying to find out what in the hell is the friggin' one strike, two strikes, or three strikes because I felt like they got tighter from the three strikes. Here we go. It's from Corporate WWE. Let me read this exactly so people can say, he was making that shit up. Here we go. Um, Let's see the WWE's policy, general policy. Um, Okay. Um, man, I feel like this should be a lot easier to read than this. Wow, there's a lot of things on here that you can't do. Um, shoot. It's got to be a faster way I can find this because they I, I'm sent to their damn website, but it's like I don't have time to read all this shit. Uh, okay. Just take your time. I'm looking at the link you sent me. <laughs> I love it. Okay, what does WWE no, what happens if you if you get arrested? It's not arrested is what I'm looking for. 
First violation. Okay. In the event of initial positive test for substances prohibited by WWE policy, whether it be this, that, or alcohol, WWE talent shall be suspended for 30 days and fined an equal amount to 30 days pay. Okay, so what happens the second time? I, I swear I could have thought that there was more to it than that. And there's a lot on their list here, too. Holy cow. Um, uh, muscle relaxers, all this kind of stuff. Let's see. Uh, damn. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we're getting a little more clarity. If a specimen of a WWE talent tests positive for a prohibited substance, the PA, the physician's assistant, contacts the medical director and requests that an independent investigation be performed on the positive test uh, it shall be responsibility of the WWE talent to provide if not already provided to the medical director within 72 hours of being notified of popping positive suitable proof should be as follows yada yada and yada uh, two negatives they will communicate the results to the WWE talent as a result the positive test he or she may be suspended or in some cases terminated in accordance of the provisions of the policy so that's number two okay. so okay if you are number two that may happen suspension or they may be able to go ahead and um fire you so i guess that is an option so i guess they kind of have some level of flexibility of that I don't know. Well, imagine it's multifaceted. It's not going to be okay, cutting your eye. You know, your your testosterone is a touch high, right. so we're going to fire for that. Now, if you come in and your testosterone is ridiculous, eh, you probably won't get in trouble for that. It's that's my take on it. Well, let's be honest; they never fired the Usos yet. And... This is true. So the current, this is also what I found. The current WWE regime has told Matt Riddle if he fails another drug test, he would go to rehab or get fired. Recently, Matt Riddle failed another drug test uh, from which the reason he was written off of TV. He says, and I quote, I was able to confirm that the reason that WWE wrote him off TV is because he failed yet another drug test and was officially sent to rehab. So he failed his second one. So he either, he either be fired or sent to rehab. And I guess that is the option that he took was to go to rehab. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but he, uh, I guess, was having some extra marital activities, which led to him getting divorced. Mm -hmm. And now it's come out that he has been seen out and about uh, with an adult film star. And then recently, even more than that, would be that he's been engaging with multiple adult film stars. So, if you're messing with one adult film star, you're, you're probably going to be messing around with multiple if they're given the opportunity. Would you not agree with that? Maybe. You don't know, though. Just because they're doing adult films, you never know. They could be good, wholesome people. Freeland, sometimes you got to give head to get ahead. You know what? I, I have to listen to you. Words of wisdom, my friend. Words of wisdom. I'm good like that. You are good like that. Um, so, no, but uh, who knows? But if the thing is, if they're sending them to rehab, right? So you know, it's you. I shouldn't say you know. It would be a safe assumption that it's probably 
her drugs, I would assume. Yeah. Do not send him to rehab because he's on the gas. No. Do not send him because he's taking Ritalin. Right. Or something like that. Like, don't, I, mean, I don't think you can go to rehab for that. Maybe you can. I don't know. I'm not up to date on my rehab. <laughs> I'm in rehab because I got my ADHDs yeah. out of control. Woo! Now, I, I don't know how it all works. He's running but, around in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. But generally, when I think of somebody going to rehab, it's, you know, it's for a serious drug addiction. Yes. Like coke, heroin, meth. Stuff like that. That's, right. and, but that's a pure assumption. I could be way off base. Who knows? But that's the first thing that pops into my head. Or maybe, well, I was going to say maybe it's booze, but they said he failed the drug test. So, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, I'm just surprised. No drug dealer out there. If you're listening, drug dealers, uh, <laughs> how come no one's come out with a drug called Crystal Pepsi? It writes itself. You know, I'll get to work on that. Thank you. So that's Matt Riddle's situation. But Matt Riddle, here's the thing, though. Matt Riddle has a a checkered past. And what I mean by that is he also failed drug tests when he was in the UFC. And that's ultimately why he was no longer in the UFC is because he wasn't passing his drug tests. So He peed hot because he was on weed. Give him a come on, Freeland. Listen, I don't know if he's smoking dandelions in the backyard or what. The point is, though, no, I he did no. not. He did not pass a test that he knew that shouldn't be taking this stuff, right? Whether it's a big deal or not a big deal, if you're under contract with someone, right? Mm-hmm. You, you got to be smart about stuff. I mean, but during then, supposedly he had a medical marijuana license for where was he living? I think he was in Nevada, and he had a license. So it all makes sense now. But if memory serves me right, he was tested in a different state for a fight and he peed hot. And that was what happened because, yes, you have a license in Nevada, but now you're in wherever, Timbuktu, and you don't hear. I think that's that was how that went down. And let's be honest, if you're testing positive for, for, THC. I don't know, man. That's pretty weak. Like, yeah, I, I get it. It's the rules, right? But I mean, okay, you can't. But Jesus, come on, it's legal in Canada, right? I get that. But think about this: me, Megs, the misses. Mm-hmm. We're all educators. We are held to very high standards, meaning we can't fail a drug test. I mean, that's horrible news for us. You get drug tested. They can do random ones, absolutely, 100%. It's within your contract. At any point in time, if they want to maybe breathalyzer you or if they want to drug test you, it's within their rights. Here it is. Hmm. I don't know how that works here, but I mean, that can't see We drug them. test the kids. We take hair samples uh, every so many months. We, uh, yeah. Nope, not sucking me into that one, Freeland. We can talk about that one after the show. Just, just saying, they, uh, they get you. They get you. Yeah, but here, marijuana is legal. Sure, absolutely. So, so if they come pee test me, hey, right. you, you tested high for, not high, you know what I mean. You yes. tested positive for marijuana. So, right. They probably tested higher for whiskey. Where are you going with this? Like, I don't know what to tell you. No, I'm with you. It's just one of those deals where, like, if you're in an occupation 
where, like myself, I have to be consciously aware. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of the deals. I might not like rules, but you got to follow rules because at the end of the day, they're the ones that sign your paycheck. So Matt Riddle, in this case, is going to rehab. And do you guys I mean, get drug tested? Nope. No. Is there the, the possibility that they could do that? Did they do they leave it open if they have reasonable suspicion? Can you guys get drug tested? Nope. All right. There you go. We have answered one world question right there. There you go, buddy. Let me ask you this question. Do you think... Do you think that Matt Riddle will turn into... Eh, maybe that's not the right word to say it. Do you think Jeff he Hardy? is a Jeff Hardy? Yeah. No. No. I don't, I don't think so. I hope right. the fuck I hope not. Jesus, I hope not. No, I agree. I don't want anyone to go Nobody down the road. Exactly. Like, man, I love Jeff Hardy, but man, he's a car wreck. He's made a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. Right. But once again, you know, I, I don't know the man's personal life, what he's gone through. So, and I mean... I also will say that wrestling is what it does to their body. And like when they take pain pills or whatever they take, if they felt fine after matches and whatnot, they probably wouldn't be taking them. I think they're taking them just to get through the, their day job, if that makes sense. But that's a lot of sports, though. That's There's true. a I lot mean, of a lot physical of sports. Because yes. I know once again, I never, I was never a professional wrestler, but I played hockey. Right. And I'm not going to say I never took some to take the edge off, because you're, especially if you're away at a tournament or something. Right. You no, know, you're playing six, eight games from Friday night to Sunday. That's a lot. That's you're a lot sore. again. That's a lot. Hurt. Everything hurts. Right. And especially if you got an injury or something, you still want to play. Right. So if you got to take a little something here, a little something there, not saying it's right, it happens. And I know damn well sure when I boxed. You know, because once again, you're, it's a hard racket. That's a lot of wear and tear on your body. right? And even not necessarily sports. I know guys that are drywallers. I mean, they're in a rough way. Like, that's a hard racket on your body, your shoulders, your back, everything. And I know lots of guys, that, you know, they, they almost they need it. Because yeah. if not, they're crippled up. Right? And that, that's just the thing. But there, there are differences in... Yeah, I need something to help with the pain versus I'm popping 15 Viking and drink them down with a quart of vodka. Right. I agree. It's a whole different ball game. Right. Um, here is the, the latest on the Mandy Rose situation. You kind of alluded to it before, how she's been doing financially since she got let go. Phil Hall is writing it for Wrestling Inc. <laughs> What? What the hell was that? My nose is stuffy. The sawdust oh in it. God, I thought you were about to do a line of coke. I was like, "What in the shit is that?" Oh, sawdust. Sorry, buddy. Sawdust. Uh huh. Sawdust. I didn't, I didn't wear my mask tonight. I didn't wear my mask today. I don't want to get the COVID. Okay. Um, let me go back to re reading this. Phil Hall's writing for Wrestling Inc. He says, Mandy Rose may no longer be collecting a paycheck from WWE following her recent release, but given the attention she's gotten from her account. 
Uh, it's hard to believe that she is going to be hard up for money anytime soon. Obviously, no pun intended. The former NXT Women's Champion has no reason to feel worried about needing to pay her bills. Now, according to TMZ, Rose has taken in over $500,000 in just seven days since being released from WWE. And once again, this is according to TMZ Sports. Once again, her website is a subscription-based platform. Now, it is similar to OnlyFans. However, her agent... Malik Kawa, hopefully I pronounced that right, predicts that the 32-year-old former now wrestler will become a millionaire by Christmas. Now, WWE officials seem to find that her account, her website, was progressively getting more and more suggestive. The reports came out that Rose was not presented with an option to tone it down or even remove things from her website when WWE came to her and they announced that her situation was problematic. Now, Rose has not budged in her fan time account, using her platform to thank all of her fans and all of her followers who are following and backing her up after she's been fired from WWE. Mandy would go on to say, and I quote, I am overwhelmed with all the love and support from you guys. She wrote, don't worry the page is still up exclamation point now rose participated in bodybuilding and fitness competitions before she joined wwe in 2015 and the sixth season of tough enough she placed second all right so mandy rose that's her deal let me ask you do you think we're going to see mandy rose in wrestling again after her i get if you get fired do you still have the the 90 day no compete or is that so. just so do you think we'll find her in wrestling again at some point? I think you're going to see her back in WWE. Well, that was my next question. Do you think that after this blows over, WWE is basically saying, or might have said to her, we need this to blow over for PR reasons, but we do plan on bringing you back? I would. She's gotten a hell of a lot better in the ring. I, I'm not she disagreeing. She has improved leaps and much. She's a solid wrestler. And she's not Ronda Rousey, so I mean, she's you know, probably halfway decent. Right, so I mean, they need her. Right. Uh, I need, no, okay, that's the wrong word. They benefit from having her. That that would be a better, uh, better wording on that. No, she'll be back. Uh, I don't think she's going anywhere else. I think she'll be back with WWE, whether it's on the main roster or NXT. Or, or she's, she might do like, um... Uh, legend conventions and and stuff like that, but I don't I don't see her going to Impact, it, Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan. I don't see her doing any of that. If she continues in wrestling, it'll be with Triple H. Interesting, interesting take on that one. So, share us your thoughts on social media. What you think about the Mandy Rose situation? I mean, I think clearly. <laughs> Clearly, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Ever since How we can you hear that, that riddle conversation? My every time I hear that, that yep. I'm all right. <laughs> Sawdust. Is that the new word for it, kids? Sawdust. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are on social media. You can hit me up at Mike Freeland at Mike K E F R E L A N D. But what can they hit you up with on social media if they like to continue this with you? Uh, at Gotnoof two two nine one G O T N E W F. Two two nine one. Let's go ahead and let's move on to what I found to be fairly interesting story. And uh, Bronson Reed uh, was in the WWE for quite some time. Then, uh, as many people know, there was a bunch of people that got let go by Vince McMahon um, during COVID, and he went on to 
wrestle for Impact Wrestling. Then he went to Japan. He went under the name of Jonah. Well, guess what, kids? He's back in WWE. That's right. Triple H went ahead and hired him back. He was on the most recent episode of Monday Night Raw as he is now being teamed up with The Miz. Yes, you heard that right. So, um, what are your thoughts on him coming back? And what's your thoughts on the things that he did while he was away? I thought he did quite a lot to make his star and his stock value pretty high before he came back. And that's why he's back. Plain and simple. He's excellent. He is very good. Right? He's, and for a big man, he's better again. Yes. I mean, he's a large, large dude. He can move pretty good. I mean, he's, he can. No, he's no Otis, but he's good. Right? And you put him with the Miz, because I, I love the Miz. You know that. Yeah. I think the Miz is fantastic. He, he's a prick. Fantastic. I love him. Who would you... We, okay, when we talk about the Miz, let's talk about this for a second, and then we're going to get back to Bronson Reed, but the Miz, WWE Hall of Famer? Yep. Wow. I, I'll, I'll go one further. He gets in right away. Wow. Come on, he's done everything. No, I'm not saying he's popular that. as all get out. He's fantastic I mean, he, in the ring. He's better on the mic. Is okay. Let me ask you this: Is he on the the level of a Seth Rollins? I think he's above Seth Rollins. Wow! Hot takes coming from for my for my opinion. Now, this is my right. personal opinion. Right. I, I'll watch him over Seth Rollins. Well, there's your hot take right there. Yeah, hit the butt up on social media if you'd like to challenge him with that. Um, so so back to uh, Bronson Reed. Ross Berman from Wrestling Inc. is writing, Before a shocking return to WWE, Bronson Reed was a dominant force in New Japan Pro Wrestling and in uh, overseas in other wrestling promotions, also in uh, Impact Wrestling here in the United States. According to Fightful Select, he re-signed uh, that was a big priority of Triple H that he wanted to bring back a lot of people that were let go by Vince McMahon. Now, according to the report, WWE had shown interest in Reed in August, confirming reports from Matt's, Matt Men, Andrew Zarian. Now, Reed is under contract with WWE, though there is no word on when the contract was signed. Now, Reed continued working for New Japan through October, although he's been pitched in a Wrestle Kingdom match on Twitter, though fans are not sure if that is still going to be happening, uh, as it really kind of goes against what WWE normally does with their wrestlers, letting them compete. But now you have Carl Anderson, who there's much belief that he will be a part of Wrestle Kingdom as well, as he's the never-open champion in New Japan. But now New Japan is in a really good relationship with AEW, and Kenny Omega is going to be uh, wrestling Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom, which will be happening right after the holidays here. Tony Khan's going to be over there as well. And what I heard is that there is going to be more about this new Ring of Honor streaming service. Ring of Honor is supposed to be having a working relationship with New Japan as well. And there might be some type of merger uh, with the streaming services as well. So you could have a WWE guy, but on Wrestle Kingdom and Carl Anderson, Kenny Omega, who is going to be uh, a part of it from AEW, Tony Khan's going to be there. And then not only that, but Sasha Banks is going to be there as well. How awkward, if that's the right word, 
that all these people from all these different companies are going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. Do you think Triple H will be at Wrestle Kingdom or would you say probably not? No, he won't be there. But, however, I'll go a little different route if I may for them. Please, by all means. I think it's amazing. Oh, I think it's huge. I think this is is lovely. You're going to get everybody coming in. Yeah, if you get Anderson coming in, if uh, Jonah or or Bronson Reed, if he fulfills his his end of the deal, you know, you don't know. Vince would never let him do it. No way. You don't know if Triple H, but... All right, man, you did agree to this before you came back with us. You know, maybe he will. Maybe he won't. We don't know. We'll find out soon enough. We right? will. But you know, this is as close to a damn near super card. You're right. As there has been, Jesus, I don't know, long time. Very long time. No? Yeah. Because right, you got to think you're going to get New Japan talent, predominantly. Right. You're going to get AEW talent. With former WWE talent, the mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, and current WWE, and like, come on, that's that's a perfect storm. I mean, I've never watched a Wrestle Kingdom in my life. Oh my God, they're I love them. I would I would consider this one, but does it not come on at like four a.m.? It does. It really screws with timing here in the United States. But if you know, take the day off from work. I mean, if it's possible, take the day off from work get up at like three or four in the morning and then watch the pay-per-view and it's it's a really good it's it's a great show always a great show from the tokyo dome um i mean kenny's gonna be on it i mean let's is it english are the commentators english the commentators are english yes you're you're normally for uh the american version of new japan it's kevin kelly what about the canadian version one of the Rougeaus, I have no idea. So it's going to be French. Perfect. Yeah. No, no. It's a great show. Um, let's talk about the aforementioned Sasha Banks. So we talked about this before, where where is Sasha going to land? Well, if we go to comicbook.com, let's, uh, some interesting information has just come out. All eyes are on Sasha Banks after she left WWE back in May. Now, speculation has been running wild on exactly where she's going to be next. She is signed on to be part of the next season of The Mandalorian, which is actually a Disney, uh, either Disney Plus, one of those streaming services that she's going to be on there as well. She's going to be a reoccurring character, and she does want to start acting in a full-time capacity. Now, however, there are reports circulating that Triple H uh, does still like the idea of her being in WWE. However, what really ended up uh, severing ties was she said she would come back, but she wanted to get something comparable, or at least in the ballpark, of Sasha and Charlotte. We talked about this, and they poo-pooed on that because they said, we don't think you have uh, enough left in the tank, you know, if we kick the tires for five more years of you wrestling or of you being at a high level, which I think we all agree is not accurate whatsoever. I think Who said that? That was the that was the whole deal there. That's what the WWE, that's the story that's coming out. That they did not want to pay her because they did not oh. believe she had a good five years left of being on top. That's why they did not believe she deserved Charlotte or Becky money. Well, fuck me in the eyeball. I've never seen that coming. Yeah, it's a little weird the way things go. So, 
what ended up happening. We don't hear anything from Naomi. I think that's a really interesting thing. Not to say that Naomi's not good, because she is. But correct me if I'm wrong, isn't her husband still in WWE? Isn't her husband one of the Usos? That's what I thought. So, like, why wouldn't... I don't think it's necessarily a package deal, but... Banks has reportedly agreed already to dates to work with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but a lot of people were saying, well, what happened with her contract? Well, a deal ended up being struck sometime this past summer that she was out of her contract. So that was officially done because she would have never started talking to New Japan about taking dates. But she does have new dates that are set up right now, and her first debut is going to be Wrestle Kingdom 17. Now, the reason why it's Wrestle Kingdom 17 is is because the aforementioned Kairi Sane, which was WWE, she chose not to renew her contract with them. She went over back to Stardom, which is a promotion that is a sister or a sister company of New Japan, um, a kind of a lesser tier, all women's uh, product. Well, they're good friends. So she's like, hey, how about we go ahead and we do this? You already got dates for New Japan. Let's see what happens. She agreed to it. So this is what she actually said. Speaking to Renee Paquette on Sessions, New Japan Pro Wrestler commentated about how Rocky Romero uh, was not talking about any potential Banks rumors at the time, but did tease that she would be at Wrestle Kingdom 17, and there will be a big surprise. So who knows what the hell that means. Rocky Romero, as you all know, has been seen on AEW many, many times. He's normally teamed up with the best friends as well. Rapungi Vice, if you're familiar with that. That was the tag team that they were in in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So there you go. It's weird. It, it's this big woven thing. It's like a plate of noodles. Like the noodle starts here and then it winds in here and then it goes here and passes a meatball. And there's so many different intricacies here. But... I think it's going to be interesting, though, right? I mean, like you said, former WWE, current WWE, AEW, Tony Khan's going to be there. Like, you have to believe Tony Khan is going to say, I'm going to throw ridiculous money at you because he can. And you can work part time for us if you want. They only film once a week. Once a week. No house shows. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Once a week on a, on a Wednesday night. And but at what point, Tony's going to throw away, he's got all kinds of cash. Fair, I mean, his dad is loaded. Right. But he can only throw around so much cash. But do you do like, you not bring, point. do you not bring her in, though? We talked about this last week. Like, we this did. This is legitimate what we talked about seven days ago. I still say bring her in, even if it's a short-term thing. It's going to get you buzz. For the right amount of money, but like I said last week, you bring her in, who's getting bumped out? But see, with the women's division, I don't necessarily know if anybody's going to get bumped out as far as time. Because think about it. They're going to send so many of these women over to Ring of Honor when they relaunch the brand, which is supposed to be happening, like, soon. Yep. Right? So Athena's going to go over, uh, and she's a great wrestler. You can understand Mercedes is already going to be over there, Mercedes Martinez. Why wouldn't they? Th they're going to probably end up throwing Willow Nightingale because she's a Ring of Honor person. Throw her over there. Um, you're probably going to need a couple more people, and you're not going to throw Sasha Banks with the money you pay her on a Ring of Honor. No, she's just not. You're going to put her on network television, mm -hmm. and I don't know. Does she? The money that she's getting from Ring of Honor, 
blah, 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 blah. New Japan, not Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. What is it, like 100K an event? I, I want to say I read something, yes, where it was something like $100,000 per appearance. Tony's not going to pay her that to come to, to AEW. No, he, a week. he would sign her to a contract that would be beneficial for everyone involved. Yeah, but she's not going to get a million bucks. Um, Come on, Mike. Uh, I don't know. Really? I want to know what Charlotte Flair's salary is. Goggle it. Would you say gobble it? Goggle. Goggle. Okay. Ron Artest said it one time on on um, ESPN. That he- Ron Artest. That's it. The conversation stops right there. <laughs> Ron Artest. You're done. Hold okay. On. This Charlotte is- Flair. So the- her salary according to Essential Sports, Essentially Sports, is that she uh, has come to a point where her net worth is $2 million. As of September 2021, uh, it is listed below blah, 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 annual Charlotte Flair's earning is $230,000 a year. Where did you see that? Uh, it says essentiallysports.com. Okay, I'm on a different one. Okay, I take that back. Now, so so that's whatever that was. That's for marketing and advertising purposes. Five fifty dollars is what she allegedly gets a year. That's what, that's what I got. Yeah. 550. So if she's getting 550, there's no way you're going to bring in Sasha Banks for a mill. Sorry. You're just not. So, you're t- so if you're WWE, you're telling me that you don't think that she's worth $550,000 a year. It's ridiculous because they make more money hand over fist now than they've ever made in their entire history of their company and yeah but i i get that but if you have charlotte who is your well, most you're paying valuable Brock Lesnar. wwe female wrestler like her lumpet i don't necessarily agree with it but she's seen as the most valuable she's the highest paid women's wrestler in wwe no she has to be um i don't know what becky's is i don't know what ronda's is let me see here Becky's won't be. Ronda could be, but I doubt it. Uh, so, but you're not going to bring Sasha Banks in or back. Right. And give her more than Charlotte. And Tony can't. Charlotte's doing house shows and whatnot. She's generating more income than Sasha will one day a week. You can't bring her in at a mill. That, that's terrible business. Okay, do 600000 I mean, w, or AEW is not going to be doing house shows. The only type of studio audience shows they do is when they do it from Orlando. And, Why don't they do house shows? Um, I don't know, but I think it was proven. Uh, there was there was an article that was written a long time ago that WWE really should not be doing house shows because it's not uh, beneficial from a financial standpoint. Like really? you end up losing money because when you rent the building and you pay the stars to be there and whatnot the money you end up coming out with is probably not not enough to really worth getting your stars hurt. So but why do you do it? I have no idea why they choose to do it. I don't know what their Exposure? reasoning is. Could be, but I mean, WWE doesn't need it. They're WWE. Yeah, fair. 
I mean, so anyway, uh, those are our topics as far as that is concerned as well. So let us know what you think. Should Tony Gon open up the old uh, purse straps? What do they call those things? Not purse straps, but uh, purse strings. What's the phrase? You know what I'm talking about? Is it purse strings? Well, I'm so. To pay, uh, to pay Sasha Banks. I think it would be interesting. I think Bernard it would be. Is one thing. Not six, seven hundred, eight hundred, a million. No. That's bad. No. Don't do it. What do you think? Okay, let me let me ask you this. What do you think uh what you call it's getting? Soraya, what do you think she's getting? Two fifty. Ah I'm gonna have to balk at that. No way. Two fifty is pittance, my friend. Really, how much you making these days? No, I'll but I gladly mean... move to Cincinnati and become a teacher. <laughs> They're making better than two fifty. But they got to pay for trans and all that stuff, and they have to pay. Okay, so here is what it says right here, and this is on the sportslister.com. This is a fairly uh, credible site. It says AEW wrestlers earn on average about three hundred thousand dollars a year. While this might seem slightly no new. Wow, now I can't even talk. Slightly lower than what many in WWE make, AEW wrestlers receive numerous perks and benefits that people in WWE do not get to do. So obviously they get to do anything, well not anything, but I mean they get to do a lot of side projects. They have a lot of downtime. They're allowed to wrestle in other promotions as well. So this is what it says right now. Now this is obviously outdated because obviously some of these names are gone, but Dean Ambrose, $6 million a year. Chris Jericho, $3 million a year. Kenny Omega, $3 million a year. Cody was making $3 million a year. Brandy was making $2 million a year. For what? what? That's insane. That's embarrassing. Dustin Rhodes getting paid $2 million a year. Nyla Rose, $2 million a year. The Lucha Brothers were splitting it, so they were getting a million apiece. The Young Bucks were getting $2 million. Pac is getting $2 million. So, um... Nyla Rose is getting $2 million. I don't know. I'm gonna have to double. Ch- I mean, two yeah, million for Nyla yeah. Rose. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you here, Mike. Now, prior to joining AEW, no Chris, Chris Jericho was among the highest-paid wrestlers in WWE, earning nine hundred thousand a year. Nine hundred thousand in 2019, Jericho signed a full three-year contract with AEW at the company's inaugural event. Jericho took on Adam Page to become the company's first world champion. So. Who are the lowest paid wrestlers in AEW? While you're doing that, I'm going to continue reading. Darius Martin, Serpentico, Dante Martin are the lowest paid wrestlers in AEW, earning $300,000 a year. Unlike WWE counterparts, AEW wrestlers received a hefty salary with a less demanding schedule. In addition to that, Darius, Dante, and Serpentico still receive earnings from pay-per-view appearances, as well as plenty of other perks and benefits. Yeah, when was the last time Serpentico was on a fucking pay-per-view? Um... I have no, I just, I don't know. Nyla Rose, two million. I do agree. That seems to be a little excessive in my opinion. Well, I just found it at two other sources and they're both saying two million. Wow. In freaking sane. Would you pay Dean Amber $6 million a year? No. That's ridiculous. So Jericho was making 900 grand a year per year in WWE. Now he goes to AEW and is making what I say 3 million 3 million a year. Holy shit. They should have been making that before. This 900 and whatever. Right. That's not enough for him. 
Come on. You're a mess. What do you mean? I digress. Did you look at that link I showed you? Well, yeah. Oh, you were sweet. babbling on about something. I was doing some research. You, you, <laughs> did you see all those uh, leaked photos? How in the world is that not... Uh... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, yes, I looked at all those leaked photos. Yep, they're all leaked. And they're all out there. For research purposes. For research fully. purposes. For the sake of the show. Mm-hmm. You dedicate yourself. I appreciate that about you. I'm good at that. You are. You're a man of your word. You're honorable. <sighs> Soul dust. Okay. So, we, we talked about a bunch of different things so far. So, the Mandy Rose situation, I think we can all agree on that, that she's going to be back at some point in time. I think this thing needs to uh, settle itself, run its course, get out of the news cycle. And uh, whatever. Oh, I do want to bring something else up really quick. So the Mandy Rose thing, we, we talked about that. We also talked about Matt Riddle. And we talked about the pros and cons of how both of those situations were handled. Um, we also talked about Jonah coming back to WWE, how that was a really big deal. Sasha Banks and the possibilities of not only New Japan, but stardom. Could she also appear in AEW at some point in time? Maybe. Um, depending on if the dollar money is right. The other thing I wanted to mention, crap. Um, Do you hear John Cena made an appearance, I guess, on SmackDown? No. Yeah, so John Cena evidently is coming back. Now, yeah, he's a he's a nice fella. Um, but it's like, why are you going back to the well all these times? Because it works. Does it though? I mean, yep. you talk. Uh, you're talking about it. Here you are on a live podcast streaming to tens of people. <laughs> I knew you were going to use it. that phrase. I knew that was going to happen. And you're talking Lives about of it. tens of people. So, yeah, it works. 100% it works. Because people are going to talk about it. But you're going to people who are like fans of Cena. I like Cena. I mean, I'm not going to lose my shit that he's going to be on TV this week or next week. Right. But I like him. But you're still going to get your diehard fans of him that are going to tune in for sure. And then you're going to get the people who hate him that are going to talk about it. Right. Yeah, it worked. So if we go back to comic book again, they have some new updates on some information about whether or not John Cena and The Rock will be appearing at WrestleMania. Now, I'm not sure if you're a big fan of this, but... WWE's WrestleMania 39 is heavily being rumored to be star-studded event happening in Los Angeles, California. Rumors are that John Cena and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as long as along with Stone Cold Steve Austin, will be competing at the Show of the Immortals. Johnson's even connected to the main event, potentially against Roman Reigns, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, but none of this has been official from WWE yet. According to Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer and the greatest wrestling journalist ever, noting that Cena nor Johnson are set in stone to be a part of WrestleMania right now. This is a quote from Dave Meltzer. All I'm saying is, is he going to do it or is he not going to do it? No, I don't know. All I'm saying is that, well, if he is going to do it, you have him, Austin, and Cena all in the same show, the same weekend, but they'll all obviously be split up, obviously. Like, Cena's 100%. Either way, he's got a movie or not happening in February and March, so he's probably not going to do a lot of TVs, but he will do the show if he's available. But I'm just saying, maybe. So, 
Well, first off, that's piss poor reporting. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. I don't know shit from terror, but are they talking about it? So basically, we learn nothing from that. Really. It might happen. It might not. Yeah. I might get hit by a truck walking across the street tomorrow, too. It might happen. It might not. I know. I know. It's, Come it's on. It's kind he of should, He should be better than that. Well, I... Uh, listen. Until WWE proves to me that they've created new superstars that have actually, to the level of a John Cena, to the level of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, to the level of Stone Cold Steve Austin, which somebody could argue, well, okay. you know, it's Roman Reigns right there. But who else have they honestly made? Who? Who else are they? Well, we talked about him earlier. The Miz. my opinion the, the miz is not on the level of those guys i just mentioned a guy who could literally carry the company and make it extremely profitable for like years to come i don't think roman can do it either but sorry it's great to i'm not saying that i i think roman is the, but the, like literally the reason why they haven't taken the belt off roman is because there is no one else it's not that the, you know roman's so hot right now that man this guy's so hot he's got great tv ratings he's you know doing this and doing they have no one else so what are you going to do? Like, if you take the belt off him, who are you going to give it to? Cody Rhodes? Like, no offense to Cody, but Cody's not a guy who's a, a flag bearer, a, a guy who's going to carry the torch. Do you agree with that? Could. Why not give him a chance? I, I just don't see that. That's just my opinion. I don't necessarily see him being that larger than Who's a flag bearer in AEW? Um, I think he was a big rah-rah cheerleader, but I don't think he was ever seen as the, quote, face of the company or the guy, right? I don't see why you don't give him a chance. They're going to probably do it. There, we've done that with Roman. And Roman's had a good run, and Roman's gotten way better than what he was. Yes, he has. I agree with the that. The only issue with Roman now is, I know for me, my two cents, I'm sick of it. Yeah. He, he got forced upon you. Yes. He wasn't ready. Correct. And at that point, he really was not ready. Correct. And it's all it's been. It's just, it's the same thing with Charlotte Flair. Yes. Know, Charlotte's a much better performer. Correct. But you're just, you're tired of it. I want yeah. something else. Right? It's like having the same meal every day for dinner. Yeah, it's great for a bit because of Christ Almighty, I don't want this again. Same deal. Exact same deal. You got to try something else. I mean, what are your other options in WWE now for the men's division? Well, who, okay. Who, so who could you put it on? You, so you got Roman. Give Cody a chance. Um, if it wasn't for Riddle and his drug issue, I think he was on his way. Really, uh, I'm. I like Riddle. I'm. I'm a fan. Uh, you gonna you gonna give Seth Rollins another go at it? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I mean, yeah. Brock you're not going to give it again? No, God, no. Please, no. So, okay. All right. Here's the thing. Um, AJ Styles? Nope. No. Um, are you going to give it to Austin Theory? That's a potential. You're not going to give it to yet. Baron Corbin. Right. You could go back to the well and do Bobby Lashley again, but you already kind of did that. Um, 
you're not going to go Cedric Alexander. You're not going to go Chad Gable, Dusty Rhodes, or Dusty Rhodes, Cody Dusty. Rhodes. Yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. Um, Damian Priest. I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that either. You're not going to go Dexter Loomis. You're not going to go Dolph Ziggler. Not I'd like to see Dexter Loomis or Dolph Ziggler. I think I'd be all in on that. Dead serious. I'm I'm not busting your chops. Sawdust. <laughs> it's something different, Freeland. It's something man paid for different. a tattoo that's just a big giant splotch. You seen that shit? You seen that? Dexter Loomis, the tattoo? On it, yeah, it's just yeah. Looks that's like a small cover up. Maybe it is. Look like a small child just went crazy with an etch sketch. Okay. So let's just hypothetically say you're not gonna go with Dexter, you're not gonna go with Dolph, you're not gonna go with Dom, Dominic, Mysterio. Please, Jesus, no. You're not going back to Edge. This is his last year wrestling, 2023. Elias or whatever the hell this man is or was, I have no idea. I like Elias, but he's not your guy. What about Finn Balor? He's lost in the shuffle. I mean, he's, he's the, the leader of the. He's the leader of the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it might be a bad idea having a heel, having the chance. I mean, I'm not. I'm not opposed to that idea. I'm not at all. I like to see um, him do the do the the demon gimmick, like straight. Oh, with all that pain on his body. If he's going to be a heel and you're going to make him a champion, I don't do the, the demon gimmick. Please or, don't wear that that ridiculous head thing where like all the tassels hang. Yeah, I don't fancy that. That looks stupid. Um, okay. So we agree on maybe Finn Balor. Um, you're not going to give either of the Usos it. That's not going to happen because they have to break up as a tag team and then go on a singles run. What about Johnny Gorgano? Too small. Are you I would love to see it. No, no. Uh, I like Johnny Gargano and I, oh my back. And I think he could be a good champion. It, it won't happen. Uh, okay. Hey, I'll watch it. And I think it could be great. He puts off a great match. He does. He does a really, really good job. Phenomenal. But I just don't think he's ever going to get over to be the guy. The guy. So then that takes, I don't think Carl Anderson will ever be the champion again. Kevin Owens. I'm the wrong guy to ask. I know, because you're a big fan of him. Uh, okay. I don't know Luke Gallows. Matt Riddle's in fucking rehab. That's not happening. You're not going back to the Miz again. Um, Montez Ford, Mustafa Ali, MVP Omis, Otis, R-Truth, Randy hey. Orton's Randy Orton's in a retirement village right now, uh, and convalescing. Um Always the greatest universal champion. No more comedy. Sorry. Straight serious for him. That's what I would want. Um, you're not going to go to Shelton Benjamin. He's still wrestling? Yeah, he's still... You know, Tommaso Ciampa is training to come back. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gorgano, they feuded for the NXT championship. Maybe they could feud for a... Huh? That was good. It was all their matches. Oh, Lord almighty. Yes, they were. They were very good. So the point is you don't have many options on raw. Nope. I mean, almost, um, Braun, what's his name? Shit face. Um, Strowman, whatever strudel or whatever. You're not going to see. I could see him getting it. 
Oh God, that that goofy. They just shit. just brought him back. You know, big monster. I could see it. He runs around the ring and does that, and then like shoulder hits somebody. I thought that was the goofiest thing I've ever seen in my it life. It reminds me of Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, that's a good point. Kind of looks hey, like you guys. Not, not from the Goonies. John oh. Matuzic. Okay, I'm getting my movies confused. I'm sorry, I'm doing research too right now. Sure. <laughs> my head is feeling filling with blood. Thump, 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 thump. Oh my god, it's got its own heartbeat. Um, so, yeah, there, there's just not a ton. And then if you look at the, the SmackDown men's roster, so let's talk about that for a second. You have Angel Garza. You have... Uh, big well, Big E's not come back yet. You have Bray Wyatt. Would you give it to Bray Wyatt? You've already done it before. It's not a terrible option. By the way, I think his momentum has kind of slowed down since he's come back. Um, you it got... had to. It wasn't going to stay red hot like it was. No way it could. No, that's, that's nothing against him. I, mean, I don't care who it is coming back. Couldn't stay like that. New cycle just wears down after a while. Plus, he he's not in quote character, so he was like talking to the audiences like himself. And I don't know. I liked it when there was more of a mystique about him. You know what I mean? Now he's this guy like himself, and I don't know if that necessarily works. It doesn't connect with me. Um, you have uh, you, Drew McIntyre. I mean, you could you could do that if you thought but he's- so. He's been the champion before umpteen times now. Once again, not a bad option. Drew's good in the ring. He's amazing in the ring. What about Karrion Cross? I like that. Karrion Cross could be your SmackDown champion. I like that. But I have heard rumors that um, the guy who should, in my opinion, be the SmackDown champion is Gunther formerly known as Walter, but he'll be taking allegedly taking on Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That's the rumor. I would like to see him be the champion, Gunther. Yeah. Not going to give it to Jinder Mahal. You're not going to give it to Kofi Kingston. LA Knight, you're not going to give it to... Uh, Madcap Moss. Do like him. Love him. He's not your guy, though. Not right now. He's not your guy. He could be. You could, could build on be. him. He could be. I like him a He's lot. He's just not there yet, but you could totally build him up. You could. You absolutely could. I really feel like they missed the boat with Shinsuke Nakamura in a lot of ways. I really do. I feel like they never really... He's never done anything for me. I don't find him entertaining in the least. He has a very awkward presence about him. Like, I hate to say this. It's almost like he's constantly in the midst of having a seizure. Do you ever notice that? that but, but you get my point. He almost looks like he's he's not quite. He's just... Doo, 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 yeah, it's doo. just too weird for me. It's it, but He's a great athlete. Yeah, but it doesn't do it. Because, I mean, I remember hearing about him and AJ over in, I guess, New Japan, I assume. Just great tearing matches. the house down. Yes, and then he came over here, and I said, "Oh, cool!" I was just getting back into wrestling at that time. That house guy is supposed to be amazing. It, it, to me, it never did anything for me. Yeah. Maybe WWE didn't want him to work the same way he worked in Japan. 
Could be. Yeah. You never know. Um. So I'll use the word writhing instead of it looks like he has a perpetual seizure. Writhing. So my my nicer. My apologies to everyone who may have been or is diagnosed with epilepsy. Yes. What? (laughs) Has seizures. Well, you started it. Don't turn this on me. Make make the butt look like an asshole. I I said nothing. I said I said butt asshole. I said writhing. You repeated the word, the S word, which I won't say again. Um, okay, so with that, with that being said, uh, are you still good for a little bit of time here? Yeah, buddy. No problem. Uh, okay, so let's do this. Let's do... I want to do this, and I think this will be fun. Um, let me see if I can do this. Okay. I want you to go ahead and click on that in the private chat and put that on your screen as well. I think this might be a little bit more competitive. Are you ready, my friend? Okay, let's do it. So, folks at home, this is the second edition of Freeland versus the Butt in Wrestling Jeopardy. So, we all know that I won uh, substantially. Um, I mean, that's putting it lightly. Uh, what was the final score? Do you still have that piece of paper by you? No, I don't have that piece of paper. It's gone in the recycling. Well, what do you think the final score was? I had 900, I want to say, and I think you had negative 200. Whoa. Did that that sound about right? No. You didn't beat me that bad. I thought I did. I thought I had way higher than I thought, and you had about what I thought you would have. No. I'm kidding. So the wrestling categories are going to be WrestleMania, Famous Events, Attitude Era, the 2000s, and then Miscellaneous. Two teams? I mean, you can do whatever you want. I mean, if you if that's how you're going to keep score, that's fine. I, I don't have the score. I'm not keeping score. So will you keep score? Oh, yes, Michael. Thank you. Hold on. I'm tracking down a pen. You're the wood man. You make your own paper, too, while you're out there? No. You should, you should make your own paper. No. Okay, two teams... And we're starting? Starting right now. You know what? I'm going to be the gentleman because you're from a foreign country. I'm going to allow you. first. I'm going to allow you to go first. Famous events for 100. You risky person. At the 1998 King of the Ring, this match type between The Undertaker and Mankind was known for its terrible injuries to Mankind. Hell in a Cell. Do you know what game we're playing? Yeah. I'm going to need you to formulate that response a little differently. What is Hell in a Cell? Very good. What is Hell in a Cell is correct. Okay, so team I'll be team one. So we'll go up for me. That's enough, Freeland. I can hear you snickering over there. Did you, did you click the box as well so it's gone? Yep, I did now. Okay, good. So now it's my turn. I'm going to take WrestleMania for 100, please. The first WrestleMania was done in this year. 1985. What is 1985? Indeed. (laughs) 
I was okay. on my second marriage at that point. Probably. Yep. All right, what do you want? What's your um, horse? Miscellaneous for 100. Miscellaneous for 100. Your question. The WWE headquarters is stationed here. Connecticut. What? Where? What the fuck? What is Connecticut? That's what that's your final answer. Huh? Stanford, Stanford, Connecticut. What is Stanford, Connecticut? Very good. I'm glad you added that. 100 points goes to you. All right. Did Connecticut got me the points or no? Well, no. I mean, you, you corrected yourself and you said Stanford, so that's fine. Okay. All right. Let's go WrestleMania 500. Oh, my. Going all in. Going all in, baby. This match type fought at WrestleMania 12 between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. What is the... Iron Man match. Yep. <laughs> Look Good at job. That. I'll tell you what. Gotta wake up pretty damn early in the morning to, well, around 10 a.m. to beat me. Oh, I don't so. think so. Um, attitude error for 200. Attitude error for 200 points. Here's your question. This very famous feud between Vince McMahon and a superstar was the major event in the Attitude Era. Who is Stone Cold Steve Austin? That is correct. Well, it's actually what is Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I'll still give it to you. Close that enough. is correct. I will take famous events for 500. The death of this wrestler at a pay-per-view sent a shock through fans, throughout the fans of WWF. That is going to be, they're asking for the name of the wrestler? Yep. Who is Owen Hart? And it was at the Kemper Arena in 1997. Yep, that's it. Sad day. Very sad day. Okay, let's go. Miscellaneous for 400. Ooh. A non-scripted WWE show. That's... Is that like, am I supposed to name one or something? All it says is a non scripted WWE show. It says miscellaneous for 400. I think I know what this is. I have not hit the space bar. So can I, if you, oh crap, I'm not going to be able to answer. Yeah. Nope. I can't. So a what do you got? Non scripted WWE show. Yes. So now. Like, would I... Oh, fuck me. We got... Uh, scripted. I don't know. Um, Brawl for all. I don't know. That was a... That was a... You there, Freeland? If you're gone, I lose... Or I win by default. You still there? Nope. Can you hear me now? Oh, no, I got you. Okay, good. So you said what? What is Brawl for All? Yeah, I'm wrong. Okay, I have not hit my space bar yet, and I mean that. I'm being serious. I Can I steal? But if I steal and get it wrong, I lose points, right? Sure, why not? What is tough enough? 
You got it. <laughs> 400. I wasn't yeah. even, never even crossed my mind. Well, that's why I'm a superstar. Yeah, you're something. Um, all right, so it's it's my pick now, right? Yes. I'm going to go with... Hmm. I thought I answered Famous Events 500. Did I or did I not? No, you did. Okay, so let me get rid of this one. Okay. Um, let's go with Attitude Era 500. This superstar lost to Triple H and lost his career. And lost his career in the WWF in a hell in a cell and no way out. Lost his career like a career ending match? Uh, says that lost his career in the WWF. I'm, I haven't looked at the answer myself. So I'm going to say who is Mick Foley? What is Mick Foley? Cactus Jack. Perfect. I get the points? You got it. Sweet. Okay. Uh, let's go 2000s. 500. Five, so... Which one did I just answer? Attitude error for 500? Correct. Okay, so I just answered. So let me take that off my board. Okay, so you want 2000s for five? Yep. You're not going to let me run the board on the fives, are you? Nope. Right, here we go. This Saturday night show no longer is with the WWE. What is Saturday night main event? Oh, okay. I have not checked it yet, but... I potentially want to steal if it's not correct. So I've not looked at the answer. Oh, look. What is Saturday Night Main Event? Fine. I was going to go with Shotgun Saturday Night, but... Ooh, good call. That could have been potential also. Yes. Um, I'm going to take the last 500 for Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous 500. A restaurant that was once a place of WWE memorabilia that is no longer in business. What is WWE New York? No. What is the world? Oh, yes. Wow. Not good on my part. I just lost 500. I didn't know. I never heard of the world. Yeah, it was in Times Square. Um, Let's... Go. Attitude Era 400. Attitude Era 400. Your question is, at this pay-per-view event, Kane made his first WWE debut. At the time, was known as WWF. I have an idea. What year? I, it doesn't say. Jeez, that was a long time ago. What is bad blood? Let me check it. Check it. Wow, very good. What is bad blood? Very nice. Let's get a check in the score here. What do you got versus what do I got? Uh, team one, so myself is 900. And team Michael Freeland is 1500 oh, um i'm gonna take wrestlemania for 400 please 
This huge rivalry was fought over the WWF Championship at WrestleMania 15. Was it um, was it Stone Cold Bret Hart? The Rock and Stone Cold. Fuck. Should have known that. I had no idea. I, I wouldn't. Have. Nope. Um, let's go. Famous events four hundred. Famous events four hundred. Your question is: This famous wedding between Vince McMahon's daughter and whom? Now, there's a couple of things that Stephanie... Whoa. She married Triple H. Did she not marry Test as well? I was thinking that same thing as well. So you have to make a decision. What is going to be your answer? We'll go Triple H. That's the bigger one. That is correct. And it was in a drive through Where she was allegedly drugged up, which was a bad thing. Yeah, you couldn't. you couldn't do that. No. Right, no, that that would no, just no. Uh, I'm gonna take two thousands for four hundred. This is terrible. Is it the terrible? Movie. Isn't it super easy that anyone should get or terrible? And that's a bad question. It's a bad question. Okay, what do we got? The murder suicide of this superstar changed the course of the WWE. Um, it's just a bad. Yeah, the Chris Benoit. What is Chris Benoit? Yeah. You know what? I don't even want those points. Don't give them to me. Well, no, you got to. You got it right. Oh. But that's just... A, you know what I mean? That's just a bad point. That's bad. That's bad. Uh, okay, my turn. Let's go. Yeah. Um, famous events, 300. Famous events for three bills. This speech by Stone Cold Steve Austin was a very famous speech at a very famous event in wrestling history. What was it? What was that the King of the Ring, wasn't it? The Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. That's right. You thump your Bible and what your Bible give you. You got your Psalms and your John 316. Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. Yep. That was a great promo. It's really good. Who was the one uh, that was holding the microphone for him when he did that? Doc Hendricks. Doc Hendricks. Good God. Also known as Michael P.S. Hayes. All dude, right. dude, dude. That's right. Um, I'm going to go with WrestleMania for 200. The famous match between these two superstars happened at WrestleMania 3. The immortal Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Would you like to answer that? Who is Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant? Well, close enough. What is Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll give you that one. I appreciate that. You're a kind man. All right, what do you want to do here? Um, WrestleMania, Famous Events, Attitude Era, the 2000s, or Miscellaneous? Uh, Attitude Era, 300, please. Attitude Era for three bills. 
your question is this this famous organization invaded the wcw headquarters who is dx that is correct let my people go all right i will take wrestlemania for 300. oh what a horseshit question <laughs> Says the man losing with the jealousy in his voice. What are we I'm doing? actually winning, just so you know. Uh, this Bullshit. No way. Stop it. 1900 for me, 1700 for you. This amazing superstar is 19-0 and 0 at WrestleMania. Well, probably at the time that this yeah. game was created. Who is or what is The Undertaker? Wow, how dated is this? Because he went to like what thirty something to know. I don't know. He went. Yeah, he went a couple. All right. Let's... So what do you want? What do you got? What's Famous events, two hundred. All right. Are you the type of person that like when a category only has one, you want to clear it out? Yes. Yeah. This match between Brett the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels is a very controversial match. Montreal Screwjob. What is the Montreal Screwjob? What is the Montreal screw job? Very nice. Um, I will take miscellaneous for 300. This channel will release. This channel will release in 2012 all about the WWE. This channel will release in 2012 all about the WWE. Okay. Is that worded weird? It's not really worded well. I was thinking WWE 24-7. All right, let's see. WWE Network. I'm taking it right up the poop chute right now. No, you're not losing that bad. Which one was that? Was that, was that miscellaneous or what? Miscellaneous 300. I'll go 2000s for 300. Here we go. Your question is, the death of this superstar was due to an overdose of drugs. Whoa. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. I'll take ambiguity, please. In the 2000s, the list all is as long as I'm all. They all died. Um, um, I mean, Rick Rude died of drugs in the 2000s. Mr. Perfect. Perfect died. Eddie Guerrero died. Of Who are you going with? I'm going Mr. Perfect. Who is Mr. Perfect? Uh, nope. Hit the button. Who is Eddie Guerrero? You just lost three bills. What's the score right now? 1,800 to 1,700. <laughs> this is getting juicy. All right. I tell you what. I'll spread my thighs. That was a horseshit question. That was. That was. But should, so was the last one I had. I should so get I'm to gonna... keep 150. Shut <laughs> I'm going 2000s for 200. The WWF was changed to the WWE after this company bought the rights to the name. What is the World Wildlife Fund? Yep. So that was what, 2000s for 200? Yes, sir. Uh, miscellaneous for 200. So we're tied right now. Nope, you're up by 100. Oh, okay. Miscellaneous for... So all these, we got to get them right. 
An online social network similar to Facebook for WWE fans. Jesus, I don't know. Um, An online social network similar to Facebook. For WWE fans? I I, I don't know. I, I've got nothing. Um... No, I don't know. I don't have a clue. Give up? Yeah, I give up. What is it? What is WWE Fan Nation? Ever heard of it? Never heard of it, and I am a lifelong wrestling person. Yeah. So, you lost 200. So, what's the score now? 1,900 to 1,600. And who has 19? Just answer your stupid, ask your stupid questions. <laughs> Piss me off. I'm, I'm such a prick. Um, I'll take, as if I need it, uh, Atti- Attitude Era for 100. At this pay-per-view, The Undertaker was hit with a chair by guest referee Shawn Michaels, and a feud was started. Oh, okay, okay. So Shawn was the ref. The match was just between The Undertaker and Bret Hart. And Brett ended up winning the belt because Sean reluctantly had to count the three count. Shit. What pay-per-view was it? Okay, so when when Brett was still there, I don't think they had a whole lot of the gimmick, like the new version of pay-per-views. It's one... Um, well, it doesn't make no difference. It's one of the big ones. I'm going to say, for whatever reason, my gut says Survivor Series. What is Survivor Series? SummerSlam. Fuck. SummerSlam. Penis, penis, penis. All right. 2000s for 100. By the way, we need a score update before this major question. It doesn't make no difference. No, because I got my last question wrong. Uh, 1800 for you, 1600 for me. Oh, okay. This question is irrelevant, but this feud okay, between the WWF and WCW was a major plot point in the Attitude Era. The takeover? No, no, no. Monday I, Night Wars. Am I too late? No, I haven't hit the bar yet. Monday Night Wars. It's gotta be. Okay, so... I could risk 100, and I might want to throw this in here. I want to say the invasion angle. And the answer is Monday Night Wars. You got it. I get 100, you lose 100. Yes. Well, this is dumb. (laughs) What happened? We tied. I should have shut my mouth. I should have not gone for that last question. You would have won. I would have won. Oh, well. Good game, Freeland. Was a good game. Was a good show this week, too, by the way. It was a good time. We had a lot of fun. It was a good time. Yes. Look forward to this for some reason. This. (laughs) You need to get your prescription updated. (laughs) I Um, I agree. 
keep, keep in mind, guys, if you want to talk more about all of this stuff, like I said, we talked about Mandy Rose. We talked about Matt Riddle. We talked about uh, Sasha Banks. We talked about the return of Jonah, also known as Bronson Reed. We've talked about Wrestle Kingdoms also this week. Had a lot of fun. Um, this is uh, this is our, our go-home show before Christmas happens, right? Yeah, buddy. Man, uh, so I'm five excited. Days. Five days away. Um Anything you want to tell people about uh, about the Butster, if, if people want to get woodworking stuff, they want to get in contact with you, how can they do that? I got Twitter, at GotNoof2291, uh, Facebook, CB79, Wooden Toymaker. Uh, give me a follow, send me a message, something you're looking for, reach out to me. If I can pull it off, I'll get to it. Um, trying not to do too much right now, between now and the end of the year. But you never know. If I get bored, let's be honest, I'll be in my shop doing something. Making something. A couple projects I don't work on for myself. And, yeah. Maybe in January I might tear apart my wood shop and move it to the other side of the house. Build myself a new shop. Just for the hell of it. I need more room. Nice. Um, you did talk about the plans earlier in the show about what you're going to be doing for the holiday season. What do you hope to get for Christmas this year from the misses? Any any idea on what might be under the tree or in your stocking? A scroll saw and a dust collector. Nice. I'm getting neither one of them because no, she wouldn't buy me that. Uh, I I don't ask for much. A uh, new pair of slippers. I get those every year. Nice. Uh, I always buy a new pair of slippers. Um, I asked for a couple wrestling t-shirts, so nice. I, I would imagine I'll get those. I need a couple small things for my shop. Some new drill bits, whatnot, Fosner bits, and Brad bits, and that's really about it, man. I'm glad you said Brad bits because I was at a, a holiday get-together and, and someone called them Braid. I always call them Brad bits. Maybe the braid bits. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's I call him Brad. Yeah, it's Brad. All right. So those are the ones that I use anyhow. I use nice. them on my drill press. And yeah, that's about it. What are you <laughs> going to get the missus for Christmas this year? Oh, yeah. Good point. All right. No, we're good. Nope. Uh, got her a couple books. Got her giving her money towards her tattoo she's getting done oh nice yeah she's got a she's got an apple on her wrist and she wants to get some stack of books under it like a oh, that's cool books. yeah so gonna get her that uh we're going to the play i spoke to you about earlier that's right on new year's eve so that's part of her christmas gift oh i got her some soaps from a there's a goat farm north of here uh she what? likes her soap yeah goat a goat farm a goat's goats make soap? Yeah, goat milk. Oh, goat milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure what they use on the goat. No, milk. Freeland. They have a dozen goats inside the factory Working. with their little hoofs making. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I wonder about you sometimes. I mean, you live in a foreign country. I have no idea what they do there. Okay, so you got her some soap as well. I think it's very thoughtful. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of other stuff out of Nice. Very I'm nice. Pajamas, of course. Nice. A couple bottles of wine. Nice. Yeah, stuff like that. We don't do big Christmases. 
let's, let's be honest, anything we need throughout the year, get it. You normally get it anyway. At a certain point, what do you really need? Like, do, you, do you need another hoodie? Do you need no another t-shirt, uh, more shit? You do, your cheap ass who hasn't bought a t-shirt in five years since the show started. By the way, let me show you what I'm wearing. What are you wearing today? Oh, the MWO. The merch, merch or order. That was a great shirt. I remember when all that went down. I love this thing. It's so comfortable. Right, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Nice. Very nice. Right, and how about you? Freeland, what are you hoping for, and what do you got for the missus? Um, I, some high school, pair, um, um, like uh, swag, you know, like the high school with the logo on the shirt, like a golf shirt, maybe mm-hmm. a a school uh, embroidered jacket, just stuff that I can wear like that has from our spirit shop. And I, I, I given my family the link to the spirit shop. And so, Hey, if you want to get me anything, get me something that I can wear to school. I can work that into my uh, repertoire. Um, other than that, I really, I really don't need a whole heck of a lot. That's that house. I just want a couple of days off to hang out and not feel rushed. And yes, and our schedule works out really well. Cause I'm off 24, five and six. Uh, Linda's off starting on the 23rd or 24th. Okay. And then I go back for three days and I'm off for four more. Nice. So, yeah. In hindsight, if I had known the schedule was going to work like this, I probably would have taken those three days off too. I was going to say schedule those vacay days. Yeah, I should have. Like, screw it. Yeah. I'm go somewhere. Go to Cuba or something for a week. Go to where? Cuba. I've never been. Cuba. Cuba. It's in south of Florida. Yeah, Cuba. Fidel Castro. Yeah. You'd want to go to Cuba? Why not? I don't know. It just kind of sounds out there. Where else are you going to go? Well, you could go on a cruise. No. I'll get bored. Well, there's a lot of things to do. They have shuffleboard on, on the board. They have pools. I'm 43, not 83. I'm shuffleboard. I like shuffleboard. You ever play bocce ball? Yep. It's great. It is fun. You know what's great? Well, you wouldn't do it, but me and my buddies do it. What's that? Maybe partake in some adult beverages as you're playing. Bocce gets a lot more entertaining. I believe it does. Oh, yeah. Have you guys ever cornholed each other? There was that one time, but (laughs) I was inebriated, so it doesn't count. The game cornhole. Have you heard of that? Did you play the beanbag game? Yes. I played that as well. That's also a game if you drink, those bags can start flying. You can start missing your target left and right. Yep. Or you just don't try at all. You just throw them at each other. Or people can tomahawk those things at each other. Yeah, they're fun. No, just anything like that. Just get together. That's to For Linda and I at this point, uh, we both find more joy in getting together with family and friends, have a nice dinner, have some drinks, not get bamboozled. As much as I joke about that all the time, that's not it at all. Okay. Just get together, you know, open up a nice bottle of wine and just just socialize, just joke, carry on, talk about life. Just just get together and socialize, have, have some fun. I'm with that, you. Uh, you we all already got too much shit. 
and how much can you really acquire after a certain period of time you know what i mean it's like enough's enough yeah like really like i said do do you need more whatever no you don't you got fuck hoodies coming out the wazoo as it is or t-shirts or ball caps or pajama pants or or, i love clean underwear i love getting new underwear i burn through underwear like you wouldn't believe i'm not joking i go through packs of underwear like it's tissues so i always am happy to get a new pair that and socks can never do i like socks i like funky socks though like not just plain black socks i like socks with like pineapples on them or flamingos oh yeah i like crazy socks like that i love that i just bought three pairs of socks uh, from retired hockey players on them Oh, I thought you. I you about to say I, I bought socks from retired hockey players. I was gonna say, well, hey, to each their own, my friend. To each their own. That's right. It's better than buying used drawers, I guess. Nah, that's true. I, I should probably stop doing that at garage sales. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. As well, remember, you can catch all of our podcasts streaming over at mlwradio.com, Stitcher. Uh, everywhere else fm player itunes you name it we are officially there we enjoy you guys so very much we hope you enjoy our product as well remember hit that like and subscribe button and hit us up on social media as well if you have any questions about the show just wanting to chat with any of us hit me up i'm at mike freeland m-i-k-e-f-r-e-l-a-n-d uh buster what is your handle as well if people want to get in contact with you and just talk literally anything woodworking craft beers uh, anything like that, anything happening in Canada, polar bears, igloos, Eskimos, all those things that you have up there, caribou, uh, the Arctic Circle, uh, how can they get a hold of you? You know I'm 45 minutes away from upstate New York, right? I have no idea. I'm not well, a giant teacher. That's for damn well sure. You're in the frozen time. Uh, <laughs> at Twitter, G-O-T-N-E-W-F-2291. Perfect. Guys, with that being said, it's been fun, and we thank you for listening to another episode of the Front Row Material brand. We will catch you next time. Good night. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW.